Good evening. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM Sports Update. With the girls' Super Regionals coming up on Friday, there is so much to prepare for the SWAT Valkyries. Head coach Tiffany South will have to prepare as a Southwest District Coach of the Year alongside Lewis Central's August Manns. If there's any coach in the Southwest Iowa region that deserves this award, it is Tiffany South. There was two girls coaches that were voted in. It was myself and August Manns. And then it goes into a pool of 10 that are then voted on throughout the state. And the actual winner overall was um, Gene Adams from Decorah. And he's amazing. But just for me to be nominated in this area and um, having our team recognized at that level is a huge, huge honor. The girls wrestling team continues to crunch some practices due to not being able to practice consistently throughout January. These girls are ready, and some rests on Thursday night will only help the girls in being successful on Friday morning. We are actually going to be going up. We have an amazing booster club that is um, putting us up uh, overnight on Thursday night so that the girls can be up there, get a good night's sleep, and then head on over to weigh-ins. We do have practice before we head out. We've just been crunching. It is crunch time. We've been, you know, usually the week of regionals, we try and just kind of wind down, but because we haven't been able to practice or have any competes, we're, we're ramping up. It's really, it's been a complete turn of events, but we are, I think we're ready. We've been looking really good in the practice room this week, and the intensity has turned up, and I'm just Really proud of how the girls are stepping up and, and getting ready for these regional championships. SWAT continues to rely on their physical and mental strength as they prepared all week for the Super Regionals. The girls sit at 13-5 and five on the season and continue to compete against some of the top teams in the state. You know, I think it's, it's hard coming off Christmas break and then going straight into weather break. It, it's easy to fall into that, oh, I don't really want to work out mode, you know, and I really like food. They've really had to turn up their mental strength in order to push past all of that and come to the practice room and just work their um, their little hearts out. And it has, it has shown, like we've, we've had to have some talks where we're like, it's time. Like, you know, we're not, we're not going to mess around. We have got to get ready and... I know all of them want to be at in Coralville next week. And I think that I really, really have a good feeling that we can get most of those girls through, if not all of them. The team is led by Grace Britton, who has been one of the top superstars in the Mats this season. The senior currently sits at 37 and one in weight class 170. Alongside her has been Ellen Gerlock, who's 25 and eight and Haley Armstrong, who's 30 and eight, who have been a great duo this season and were former state qualifiers last season. Grace Britton, ranked number two, solid wrestler. I, I mean, she is, she is gonna. I, I really expect her to do really well this year. And, and I know that this is her senior year. Her heart is a hundred percent in it, and, and her mind is as well. And then we have Ellen and Haley, and both of those made it to state last year as qualifiers, and, and they have just consistently been putting forth the effort and, you know, hanging in there with all of those top girls in the state. And again. I feel really confident about our team going into regionals, and it just makes me super proud and happy to be their coach. This team has been doing everything to go out and compete on the mats every night. Coach Sal says that this is the week of late nights and excitement for her and her girls. The girls 
all year round, like we, we raise money, we, we do what we need to do in order for us to be able to compete, you know, and, and this is, this is our moment. I mean, this is the moment that we get to show why we're here and what we're doing this for and what we've accomplished and, and how hard we've worked in order to get to this level. And I just really, I get really excited. I can't sleep. I get all kinds of craziness, but I am um, so excited. I just, I, I really think that my girls are going to go out and perform really well this weekend. And I really, really hope that we push my whole team through the state. That would be just amazing. SWAT will travel to Sioux City for the Girls Super Regionals. That starts at 10 a.m. on Friday. And jumping from high school girls wrestling to high school girls basketball, on Tuesday night, the HSCW Lady Vikes knocked out another big win, beating Missouri Valley 46-31. The Big Reds continued to put some different offensive looks in the game, which kept HSCW on their toes all night long. Head coach Jason McCall was happy to see his girls get a big win on the road, especially keeping pace in the third and fourth quarters. Uh, they did a really good job. Missouri Valley did it, giving us different looks. And, you know, our girls were able to adapt and, and find ways to uh, work through it, no matter who was on the floor. So I'm um, super proud of them. I uh, came out uh, the second half, you know, with a little bit different mindset, different energy, and uh, went on a huge run um, late in the third uh, to midway through the fourth to, to give us that lead. So I'm just really proud of them for responding. Uh, and taking it upon themselves to know that, uh, you know, something had to change and, you know, they were steady and patient throughout the game and uh, it's always good to get one on the road. Both teams had low scoring second and third quarters in the game with the high energy defenses that showed up to play. The Lady Vikes had just 12 combined points in the second and third, while Missouri Valley was limited to just seven. HSEW's defense showed why they give up only an average of 41.4 points per game this season. Uh, it was a slow start, I think, for on both sides of the ball. Uh, but we settled in a little bit. We changed some stuff, too. I think we're still kind of in that point of w what we're doing uh, the best on the defensive side. And uh, what's, uh, like I said, with the personnel we have out there, can we throw different defenses at people? But, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought both teams did a good job of, of making it difficult and forcing you know each other to, to tough looks and, and rebounding the ball well, getting deflections, things like that. Four of the five top scorers this season are seniors for HSCW, including Delaney Gosshor with 15.1 points, Ella Langer with 6.1, Sadie Paulson with 5.5, and, and Grayson Barlow with 4.1 points per game, who have all been huge impacts for the younger players on the team. The freshmen and sophomores look up to these four due to their support and leadership on and off the hardwood. Yeah, I mean, they, I couldn't have asked for a better uh, senior group ever. Uh, they, they've been very supportive of those girls from the jump. You know, go back to June when, we, when I first got to see all of them, meet all of them, and have an open gym with them. They were kind of setting the standard already, you know, getting those girls moving around and talking to them, helping them out. Like last night, we got some sophomores and freshmen into the game, and, and those seniors are usually the loudest on the bench. Uh, when it comes to supporting and, and just encouraging the ones that are out on the floor, they don't feel any sort of uh, being jaded when, when they have to be on the bench and watching others. HSCW has three straight games on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday due to lots of rescheduling with the weather conditions over the last few weeks. They'll take on Red Oak tomorrow, a team that they have not faced off against since 2016. The game they're looking at is this Friday night against Logan Magnolia. HSEW previously beat the Panthers 52-30 earlier this season, but Logan Magnolia is a scrappy team that will take advantage of the short looks. Yeah, you get, uh, we got four days this week, four games this week, and uh, after not doing a lot for, for three weeks prior to that, it's, it's tough. So 
Uh, I think tomorrow night, you know, just kind of get back to what we did last night, rotate as many people as possible, keep bodies fresh, and, uh, you know, that way we can finish the week on Friday and Saturday strong. And, you know, last time we played Logan, we were fortunate enough to shoot the ball really, really well. Uh, I think we started off, started off the game with a boatload of threes. Uh, so when when that happens, it makes it a lot easier. Uh, and also, I thought we, we played very well on the defensive side of the ball at the beginning of the game as well to give us early momentum. Uh, so we have to do that on Friday night. They're a very scrappy, hardworking, well-coached team, um, and they're going to give us a, a really good look. So uh, we have to be prepared to come in to, to fight right away. Uh, to set the tone of how we want to play right away and then offensively to settle in and make sure that we're not forcing anything. You know, see what the defense gives you, uh, adapt to it, and and just play basketball. KSM 96.5 will be live on Friday with myself, Zach Collins, in the game against Logan Magnolia. The pregame show will start at 5.45 p.m., and a tip-off is slated for a 6 p.m. start. And in collegiate news, looking at some of the games taking place tonight, the Iowa Hawkeyes will be hosting the Maryland Terrapins in just a few moments with a 6 p.m. tip-off, while the Iowa State women's basketball team will be taking on the Kansas Jayhawks tonight at 6.30 p.m. And a broadcast that you can catch on 96.5 KSOM as number 23 Iowa State will be taking on Kansas State with an 8 p.m. tip-off. The pregame show starts at 7 p.m. For new sports and more, check out our website, at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with this sports update.